This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. What's up everyone? Welcome to Bijistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain, and joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Mahasha. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hey guys, excited to have you all back on the show, Gaurav and Maharsh. So yeah, let's dive in straight away. I know you guys have seen season 4 crown and I thought you were so excited about it in the previous episode. So let's start with that and let's start with like so you know like before we get into the details, like very quickly, did it beat your expectations or not? Gaurav not at all man i was i was massively uh, i think disappointed i i i felt like there is the there's a distinct lack of gravitas in the show now you know it 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 doesn't seem to hold that kind of uh, interest anymore for some reason i don't know maybe it's too human or humanized and it's the same sort of uh, you know push and pull towards the crown the crown the crown i mean it, it's kind of now gotten a little bit boring uh, for me that whole aspect of it uh the few sort of sparks were again the whole maggie thatcher bits and things yeah. of that so we'll but get into details later yeah yeah but in yeah, general but you know, I, in general i did definitely like, yeah. definitely weaker the weakest season in my opinion so far for you marsh completely agree with what gorov was saying honest to god I, it's something that i could not really binge this time you know i, I had to take breaks from it uh because it it, feel, it felt like a, a you know episode of news track it's like you know you're watching news of or like history of the past except the fact that it was exceptionally well produced as always uh, that to me was still yeah, the biggest yeah. attract attraction i mean 10 million 10 million an episode right apparently is what the word is so yaar usme to acha ho hi jayega i mean that's yeah, right. hard to pull off right but but, but yeah absolutely aesthetic, i thought was really like you know whether it's 8 million 10 million but i think the consistency of the aesthetic was yeah absolutely that's a big 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 reason i think why people also watch that show now yeah i know so many people who after seeing the trailer this time because it had diana in it yeah actually started watching the show for the first time from season 1 interesting yeah. very interesting because see you know i think for a large generation they don't know anybody before diana for them the royal yeah. family means princess diana and after yes. and anything that you know that happened before that is only for people who are really interested in british history and i think in india generally people are like ha huh, you know it's there but you know it's not for us but i thought it went with very massy this time thanks to diana in the trailer absolutely i think that's also kind of their selling point right and you know i mean i think i think i guess like you're saying A lot of people are probably waiting for this sort of uh, story arc to sort of appear, you know, in the end. Because a lot of people probably won't be aware of any of the stuff, you know, the abdication and between Diana. A lot of the stuff might not be on people's radar as much. But uh, but I think pretty much everybody now would know about the whole Diana situation and the aftermath of that, which I'm guessing will be, yeah. uh, which I'm guessing will be the next season that they'll cover. Uh, also i think that you know massive production value that they put behind this also makes it seem it lends itself like uh, to a sense of accuracy that maybe what you're watching is true or accurate which probably yeah. isn't you know actually i felt you know this time this season was more like a saas bahu show in the Dude, royal family exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> that you nailed it man 
and that's what i thought you know was like the problem because you're not expecting that in a show like this yes yes precisely, also I, people precisely and i mean and the fact that it is it is based on true uh, true life you know so but but i just felt that the whole uh, diana and charles the romance is just so morose right it is just exceedingly and, morose and, and and i think that comes in the way of binging uh, the series this time yeah but it also i think uh, you know as best as they could portray reality man because it really was yeah. only words and this yeah probably and, uh, probably was you're right yeah yeah and i think the other thing that we missed because i thought for me you know i can't remember maybe second season where uh, queen elizabeth and sister and you know and you know sort of gets very edgy passionate yeah. romance a bit yeah. of sex and you're like oh shit in a royal family show all this happening like you know it's a bit scandalous because it's a real story and i thought this version was so clean sanitized documenting stuff and you know all these boring parallel tracks yeah and yet absolutely. i mean you want to watch it like i didn't have the art to not complete it no stop. absolutely i think there's no conflict here anymore right the conflict is obviously that romantic sort of angle to it but it's just continuing from before there is nothing new there's no real resolution to it like if you look at it before it was all about duty and like suddenness of the whole aspect for queen elizabeth you had you had her conflict with the tensions with her husband her husband's role i mean there was so much interesting stuff happening there with her sister again tremendously powerful character and then you know how she's free spirited she lives her life and again you watch her now and she sort of you know they explore that whole aspect of her aging and things but it's again it's like everybody is like 10 or 20% below energy for some reason and like you said right it become like this gc show about just family 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 and that's what's kind of killing the the interesting bits also you had so many cool characters before right i mean you had mm. you know J- jacqueline onassis or neil armstrong and all these fascinating historical characters showing up and this time around it's it's just uh, i think margaret thatcher is the only person i can think of and they're they're really impressive right thatcher thatcher oh, is amazing i mean amazing I, I amazing really yeah in fact i was just going to say that i think people got into this season uh, looking at emma corin but i think jillian anderson is completely easily. swept swept the rug of everybody's feet easily season. easily 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 so can man. i say something you know for me i thought the actor diana was so much, is so much more beautiful than the real diana and i guess that's probably true for most like you know ben kings is probably more handsome than carly Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i was thinking yeah maybe they just cast better like yeah. sanju ranbir kapoor plays sanjay sanjay dat yeah i don't know if it's true in that case but you know i don't know if you guys notice i i for some reason i thought every shot where they had staircases was so beautifully shot and yeah. i noticed yeah. it in a couple of episodes i was like wow look at these staircases and then you know yeah i mean there's something about the show which is which really you know no matter how boring and slow us getting but you just yeah no, it's, it's it's the sense of escapism right because and also the cars i thought the cars this time oh I mean, the cars were stunning dude especially the way you know the diana driving and then listening to blondie on the ra- i thought that was just very cool yeah. just so yeah. 80s you know so I, i at least i because i'm a sucker for the 80s and i got my fix here Uh, in that sense same the music was the music was that patch was also pretty cool it's also like a transition from uh, how the crown has been so far right essentially her making her, her arrival was also probably the big change in uh, how the family was perceived i guess so i think it's it's put together very nicely uh, but yeah i mean i wonder if the staircase is some kind of a motif i don't know i mean uh, or maybe it's just yeah, is that's an interesting uh, yeah. just think it's a i think it's just a dop having fun hey chalo <laughs> please 
uh, yeah, you know these dramas are a bit slow for me let's let's check out the staircases that is a movement you know, people are going up and down I, I want to digress here for a minute and and come back to uh, come to what i think is the you know three words right i'm going to ask both of you hmm. camilla parker bowls i was like depressed looking at her um man the thing is right i don't know i don't know what to make of it uh you know you would i it's it's tough 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 call i just felt bad for charles i mean this guy likes this woman he wants to be with her and he's not really exactly mucking around too much so he's dedicated to this character right and she's obviously clearly supportive and uh, i just don't think it was really played out very well like her situation with diana i think they jump around very very quickly there's no development in between them i think the camilla parker bowls and charles narrative is much more fleshed out even though it isn't that big a part of the story but they do but it you know, really well but i think well. that was the lost opportunity for the writers and yes. the director yes i thought the camilla charles track had yep. potential for way better scenes better screenplay better casting it's all phones and, you know and and yes. yeah and you know drive up the passion i mean he used to spend weekends there they were meeting but you know yeah, i mean he built a whole house for, you know so that meeting was you know so those weekends were not used in the screenplay to show yep. passion because no other guy had passion but i think what it also does like it's it's interesting i don't know if it was a very conscious decision from the makers you know but like the fact that they're always on the phones which means that they're far apart they're not always together that maybe kind of adds to that aspect of it that they aren't in the vicinity or in you know together with each other and since they do you don't oh, see them together scene. all the time but there was a scene where uh, somebody was saying that they're all over town and they keep uh, you know these they keep finding yeah. places and places yeah. where they meet and it was said but i thought seeing it would have been so much better in a in the, in this season because in this season yeah. that's the track to really have fun with i mean if i were then, like you know yeah oh, sorry so but no that, that brings me to a question do you think that all of them are somewhere you know because in in trying to balance it i think even the whole diana neither is diana fully fleshed out neither is the camilla angle fleshed out and then you've just got margaret thatcher sporadically so it just feels yeah. like all of it is slightly underdeveloped and trying to do too much yeah. many things In fact, Possibly. there's not that many characters either. You know what I mean? If you think about it, there yeah. isn't that much happening. They could have very easily delved into developing some of these stories much better compared to previous seasons where you had so many other sort of stars popping in and out or characters, historical characters popping in and out that were done so well. I mean, like, you know, uh, Phillips' mother, you know, like we said, Neil Armstrong. So all of these, I mean, there were yeah. such amazing episodes. And this time... I mean except for that one episode where that uh, the the guy breaks into Buckingham Palace a second time and he has that conversation with the queen um mm. I, which I thought was really really well done and the yeah, other one I that I really that. enjoyed was that stag who gets injured and they yes. kind of keep looking yes. for him I thought those two uh, were really really well developed pieces but otherwise it was uh, underdone man I don't know I don't know what happened to these guys I think they all got tired of writing maybe they need a new <laughs> new set of uh, guys no. running or something like that also the ira right you had you had the ira bump off lord mountbatten one episode oh yeah oh i and really then, enjoyed I, that i really enjoyed no, that yeah you know, 
I missed the mention because the IRA has been a hugely political. Oh yeah, yeah, it's completely. You know, Absolutely, especially at that time, you're right, man. I mean, dude, I remember going to even London, you know, like late '80s, early '90s. Even then, it was like a like a thing. Like you know, like they didn't have dustbins and stuff out there in London because people could they could leave bombs in there and things like that. So yeah. even that, even that late in the day, it was quite a big, uh, quite a big deal. But yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, they sort of sidetracked a lot of these uh, real world issues. Yeah. Well, I guess they had to make choices. So you know, they had the other, you know, with the Thatcher and the Queen conflict, and you know, I think they wanted to sort of focus on things which are a problem between the Queen and the That, you know, and the Prime Minister. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just guessing because you know what happens is that you lay so many thin plots, and you know, and you know, issues to tackle. Yeah. And then you have to pick because you have only that much screen time in those many pages. And, you and I think it probably well, wasn't yeah. high yeah. on their priority. Yeah. Yeah, and you I mean, need the payoff as well. Yeah. yeah. I think most British shows they don't have like a writers' room like in the US and now in India, and they're primarily one writer, one yeah. vision driven. And like you know, in the US and UK, you have so many people in a writers' room that you know, it's kind of a lot of things will probably get discussed because they get so better. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, a better maybe. process as well in general, you know, uh, unless you're like a supreme talent or something like say an Aaron Sorkin yeah. or something like that. But but I think, Sid, I think that's probably true. But also the fact that, you know, I mean, let's think about it. Like this guy gets assassinated. He's a major character in the series since like the first episode. He's a major historical character anyway. But there is no inkling as to why it's happened. There is no, uh, there's no sort of hint. There is no fingers pointed there's no build up okay boom it's done very well his assassination but you know i think it, it could have done with a little bit more of sort of build up or or, or sort of uh, exposition it, it just happens and and that is a bit weird you assuming that people know what's kind of led into it which i think is not the right way of doing it and also when you you know in in, in continuation when you've got that very powerful phone call between thatcher and the queen um, and she says that you know we will get them we will get the irish republican army and then you've just left mm. it there for another eight episodes after that ira i don't think it's been mentioned once yeah not at yeah. all i think it's not it's not there it's largely it's largely absent and it's such a huge part of that two decade yeah. period i would say yeah that it's it's just to skip over i think it was fairly uh i think it was just copping out honestly it's lazy writing in my opinion and what do you think of diana uh unimpressed sing one single one dimensional character i'm pretty sure that it couldn't have been that uh that simple i mean i've heard about things about her being manipulative and things like that but maybe that's coming up later mm-hmm. you're probably seeing the, the early days i think the one thing that stood out for me is i didn't realize how young she was when she got married i think was, she's mentioned to be 18 or 19 and and that is uh that's huge i mean i forget that she was such a young young bride you know, and being thrown into this sort of clicky, tight knit, politically sort of savvy family, and I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, she was she was she was destined for trouble, I guess. Uh, since the but start. it's amazing how you know this show. Every time I go on YouTube, and the amount of uh, content that's there uh, on the royal family now, which has been generated in the last few weeks, I think it's a heavily marketed and really it's become like the Game of Thrones kind of a show for Netflix. Really, like you know. It's really uh, stakes are very high, and I'm like, it's kind of become their big tent pole that comes every two years. No, no, I agree with you. I think the crown, in fact, is a, a, a sort of a you know how in films we call you know like it's 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 a it's a festive release in that sense because I think everybody everybody I know has watched it already. You know whether one has liked it not liked it, but everybody is watching it for sure. And also 
you know, like Sid mentioned YouTube, the one thing that I did was that I don't think I've paused as many times as I do with any other show because then I was going back and watching interviews of Diana, of Charles and the recreation is extraordinary. The detail has yeah. been phenomenal. I mean, I mean, Charles is fantastic. Charles, yeah. I thought was, was, was brilliantly done uh, for sure. But he's like a crybaby wino little thingy, but, uh, but he's played very well, honestly. Yeah. But I, I also, I mean, I, you know, the, the, the one thing from performances, right? Uh, I love the way Gillian Anderson, you know, the way she bowed to the queen every time, like going all the way down and mm. that whole, I thought that was yeah. exemplar. This is very, very well done. done. Yeah, yeah, amazingly done. Also, you, I don't know how, if, if this is useless trivia, but you know, I, I didn't know this, but Gillian Anderson is uh, Peter Morgan's partner, right? So I had no idea. No, oh, I really? Know that. I don't yeah, know that either. Interesting. interesting, very interesting. Yeah, uh-huh. they're living in together. Yeah. yeah, nice. Oh, she had some really good lines, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. she had a great character as well. But here's what I didn't like about what they did with uh, Thatcher as well, right? I mean, she has that son. Her son's such a hugely controversial character as well, and yeah. uh, you know, like uh, setting up like a coup d'état somewhere. I think it was in, in Africa somewhere, Africa, and yeah. being an arms dealer and stuff, and and how like a lot of her behavior kind of enabled it, and she would step in to sort of help and things like that. So a lot of that stuff is hinted at, but it'd be nice to see sort of like him getting his sort of comeuppance or whatever you want to call it at some point, you know, because he was already in trouble, I think, in the Thatcher years as well, uh, largely. But, uh, no, but, I, but, but yeah. in, in the South Africa, in the in the apartheid uh, episode, I love the way that they made it very clear, right? When Thatcher yeah, says, yeah, that, you that know, he does business I'm, I'm there, not, yeah. Yeah, I, and that's why I'm not, uh, you know, imposing sanctions or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do this. It, it helps to sort of see that. I just wish it was a bit more, bit more in your face and a bit more sort of, you know, visible. You know, it, it would have added like a nice dimension to how I'm she, sure it's also legal issues and, you know, a lot of things that just are behind the scenes. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. You know, possibly. I think I, probably you know, leave I, it at insinuation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Marsh, you know, you know, the other project uh, we were talking about that day. I mean, you know, these yes. are all real issues and real story stuff, man. Yeah. It's really it's how much you can say and how much you can change. And how much you can prove, I guess, at the end of the day as well, right? Yeah, yeah it so it's quite a tricky. So it's tricky to make these things. But you know, I yeah. think the crown is a big inspiration. I think how you know it's it's okay to. I, I mean, in the US also, you can tell such stories. Yeah, and yeah. With people around and the law but, is. But I think also with with the royal family, right? I mean, they probably wouldn't stoop into commenting or suing or anything of that sort. I think this is going to be quietly dignified or whatever you want to call it is what I would guess. So they're probably getting away with a little bit more because I'm sure there are large chunks of this which are are fictionalized because I know uh, I've seen bylines here and where I haven't really delved into it, but I've seen plenty of bylines about talking about how this thing is historically inaccurate to a great extent and things like that. But then that's fine, right? Because you're not really looking for a, a, a docudrama, uh, which is accurate, but entertaining. So, I mean, yeah, you make choices, I guess. Also, last week we spoke, you know, there's this weird question that does Claire Foy work better, Olivia Colman? I think I got my answer this time because there is that the, the apartheid ep- episode opens with Claire Foy. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was yeah, 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 very, definitely. Very refreshing. De- definitely. And when I saw her after so long, I think Claire Foy is much better, man. <laughs> I think she's much, I don't know, just seems more impactful to me. It was, nicely, yeah, it was nicely done. It was nicely done. Good energy. And I think it's also the character and the casting. You know, it's like just, now she's become old and a little serious. and I, I, I think it's also because she's younger, right? And then she's unsure of herself and she's figuring things out. Now she's older. She, the vulnerability is gone. Yeah, I wouldn't say she's corrupt, but she's sort of given in to that. 
Now she knows like, the game. Yeah, she knows, she knows exactly, exactly. She knows what to play. I like Correct. the I like the line that Philip had about how nobody else matters except like you know uh, the crown, the, the queen, yeah. the crown, the queen. The yeah, that's, like, that's, that's a great way of putting it. And I, I love like, him. He's, great. Yeah, he's got his yeah. own cool things happening on the side, his own track in his in his life in his head. And yeah, actually, and, and he's such a supremely complicated character, right? And that's what I love about uh, Philip. And I, I think it's sad that we don't really see that exploration of his character as much. I mean, he's got like a proper macho sort of uh, royal, you know, in his own right, who lost also his... Also, young Philip was damn cool. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Played by Doctor Who. But, so that also helped, yeah. <laughs> but let's do this. If, if you, are, you know, since we are moving to... Um, if you guys had to pick two favorite characters from the show... Who would your two favorites be from this season, or just all from seasons? this uh, in general? But I, but more largely this season. Gaurav, uh, I'd, I'd probably pick Maggie Thatcher for sure. Definitely super interesting. A lot going on. Definitely entertaining. And then she stands up to you know for what she believes in, and and again that whole aspect of being a woman in largely like if you see those pictures with the cabinet, it's all men, these fuddy duddy men, and then and then she's in charge. So. I, I love the character and the the visual representation. Uh, and uh, the second favorite character, uh, I, I think it was, and again, it's a very small. I think Prince Andrew, because you can totally see what's coming, you know, with <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, you see that. I think they probably put that in there with that in mind as well, because all the with, that, with the whole Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein stuff happening. Because you can totally now draw a line as to where this guy kind of uh, was headed. And because of uh, probably enabled by his mother as well, you know. Uh, so I'd say I'd say that too. Definitely, a complete asshole. I mean, can you imagine uh, somebody like that? Mars, yours. Overall, uh, I I think Philip and Margaret. I think are the two coolest. I mean, they're the two characters that I enjoy most on screen. Um, this season, I I think yeah, I agree with God. I think it belongs to Gillian Anderson as Thatcher, hands down. Mm. For me, I really enjoyed the Queen and the Thatcher's whole track and both the characters. Because even though it's kind of we've seen her now and she's like nothing new to offer in this season, but I just think it's like it's like now I can't imagine anybody else as the queen ever. At least yeah. I think for, yeah. for many many yeah, years until, some, until somebody else does it, though, you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I think you know. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's I think we've got a next season. Are they changing up? Uh, yeah, I think I, so. I, that's what I heard. Change up right next year. I, I think so. I think so. I'm not very sure. Dominic, I, I, Dominic West is what I'd heard, uh, which would be amazing to watch. Which yeah, would be, be amazing to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I think again for next season, uh, the, the character that I look forward to most is well, I mean, you know, I think it's Dodi Al Fayed. I think that's going to be. <laughs> oh, I mean, assuming he shows up, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be great. It'd be interesting to see the that sort of story play out as well. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That would be pretty cool. But I really think you know it's going to be challenging the next season for Crown because you know I think you know the whole impact when you see the palaces and the life inside first time and then the second time and now it kind of you know the the whole impact keeps reducing because now you've seen it yeah. and it's seen it. So I, I think I also yeah. I also think that it is not only that it's reducing. Said you're absolutely right. I also think it's like you these guys lead these empty lives, right? Like it. It it uh, is more sort of prison than it is like a, a blessing. They've got the best of everything, but like there's nobody bloody happy in the show, man. Is there anybody that's happy other than Prince Andrew? I can't even even he wants to be king at the but end. But I think of the that's day, the so. takeaway from yeah. the story is that you know this is yeah precisely the precisely 
and yeah. i think that hits home pretty pretty clearly and i think it's so you know so i think a lot of things in real stories which we think don't work for us dramatically for screen i feel that's also because that the portion of real life that you have to see as an audience and know that this is what it is had it been a movie had it been a filmy show or a filmy story you know it's different yeah yeah the reality you know can't i mean And, and, and they're boring. Right. They're boring people, right? Yeah. Beyond the so beyond the, the stuff. Yeah, yeah they're so boring. Yes, and I think that is challenging in stories like this. And you know, it's going to be part and parcel. It's not Game of Thrones where you can imagine what you want to imagine and make yeah, it fun. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I think given those boundaries and given those challenges, yeah, wow. I mean, you know, still. Yeah, it's 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 just phenomenally done. I mean, in terms of, there's no question. I, I mean. and i agree with said that you know a lot of people do get large budgets but not everybody is able to utilize it the way these guys do i mean it's just in the last yeah. season of yeah. game of thrones <laughs> let's not forget that yeah my god <laughs> i mean that that was just a, such a disappointment the most expensive season and the biggest and letdown absolutely yeah. absolutely the uh, very disappointing that much money can do Yeah, 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 absolutely, it's, man. It's it's. I think they use the money well. It's not just that they have yeah. the money, but instead of paying somebody like an inflated salary, they're actually putting it in places where the production value can be seen, right? So building the interior of Buckingham Palace or whatever they've done. I mean, things like that. I mean, that's Big essentially. Budgets. Yeah, Big man. Budgets. That's that's uh, essentially. Lakshmi bomb. Oh my uh, God! No, no, no! I don't have the courage, dude. I mean, uh-huh. I, 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 I mean, absolutely. So I, I saw. Uh, yeah, I, I watched it. Um, and i mean oh, i don't know i have it. seen it i had seen the original kanchana in 2012 uh, or 13 um and i was actually very impressed back then um <laughs> but what lakshmi bomb has done is they've changed uh, certain fundamental things from the original um and it just it just lands up being a hugely disappointing film but i'll tell you what uh, and and you know putting personal preferences aside uh, uh. i do believe that had this film come out in theaters on diwali um you know horror and comedy are both communal experiences they're community viewing experiences um to do them at home is a little tricky i think this film would have done a lot better at the box office uh, versus the flack it's gotten on social media is my take out from it i think akshay kumar is a massively polarizing character as in like as a person and and i think it inspires a lot of reactions in a particular way but i do agree that i think people have definitely would have sampled it in the in the theaters i don't know to what number because most of his films right either they're huge hits or they or they just sort of sink without a trace at times so yeah no but i think this whole way. covid year no it's really yeah. I, think it, i think changed the big star content thing for many years even if the vaccine comes i doubt if you know if 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 films are not so, I haven't seen the film, so I don't know whether a good film or bad film. But I just looked at the trailer and I thought, you know, it's a kind of film when in a normal world you have to get away from things, and the commercial audience, which goes for a film every Friday, whatever the film, they'll watch it. But now it's going to be tough because I don't think that. That audience is large enough, which will say, "I want yeah. to watch whatever comes, but I'm going out on Friday." Yeah, I'm not going to risk my life. Are you going to risk your life for this film? On <laughs> is the, is the question. I think habits but, will also get more refined. No, don't you think so much? Yeah, I, I, I agree. fully agree. I, and and also to 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 you know, Gaurav said very correctly that you know, are you going to risk your life? So I want to ask you guys: Tenet is finally coming out, and I'm definitely going. Are you guys going? going? Definitely going. I'll have to find like maybe buy six tickets around me or something like that. But uh, or, uh, but I'm I'm definitely definitely going to. I mean, there's three films I'm definitely going for. I'm um, Tenet, 
uh, Wonder Woman 84 and uh, No Time to Die. I mean, no those, those are die, those yes. are three I'm definitely looking for. And to Dune, watching. Dune, I, I think Dune. No, 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 no. Oh my God, no way, dude. Why have they remade <laughs> that film? My God, like look at that trailer. It looks just like the uh, David Lynch version. It's just better effects. It's, it's, I think it's completely pointless. Yeah, man. But I don't know if people can go in for Tenet, then they can go in for Rakshak Kumar film also. If it releases. That's a, that's a think, fair see, point. The Tenet but audience yeah. is small, right? It's a small... Yeah, it's, it's, right. it's small. It's very different as well, you know, and... Uh, and they can afford to buy six tickets. Yeah, Correct. that's Correct. that's probably true as well. It's kind of elitist to say that, but I'm, I'm, it sounds about right, though, in my opinion. <laughs> it is it's like yeah absolutely and Ludo did you guys catch Ludo yeah I mean I caught Ludo because you know you gave us homework before this episode so so we I definitely caught it and uh, again it's uh, massively disappointed uh, in that film there was somewhere a decent film uh, but I think what we ended up with was definitely like less than the sum of its parts, in my opinion. Uh, what some people think? have loved it. Huh? Some people have loved it. Like, yeah, I think most so people liked it. I really, really like. I mean, I, I, I get where Gorham is coming from, and you see why uh, some of it is very muddled. Um, you know, and there is a sense of um, disarray, if I, if I may use the word, but. Also, at the same time, I think there are genuine moments of genius. Also, the I think Basu's sense of visual aesthetics and framing are just so warped and so incredibly refreshing that it makes for it just made for a very good-looking film to watch. Uh, and I thought the performances were extra. I, I thought I, I thought the whole Abhishek Bachchan track was just completely whacked out. Um, Pankaj Tripathi's track that you know, it, so it's also a very refreshing attempt. I think uh, for an, for a Hindi film, for a mainstream Hindi film. What do you think, Sid? So I haven't watched the film. What? Oh. You, yeah, you asked us to watch it. What the what? The what? <laughs> because you guys are watching it. <laughs> I don't want to argue with you guys. Oh, I just couldn't. I just actually, I felt really, uh, really unwell. And I oh. lost out on a, uh, a couple of hours of, you know, trying to just lie in huh. bed and watch stuff. Because when I fall ill, I just sleep. Oh. And I just, yeah, so I... I didn't have a couple of great days, but but you know I think uh, I've been hearing really polarized you know yeah. news on the film, and I was like, this is going to be interesting to hear from you guys because yeah. there are some people who think it's it's genius. I think people who didn't like it, I thought I think they liked some certain things, but I think they were just maybe it was a pacing or I don't know what. And so some I just people loved. I had, I had, I had track also. I yeah, so that's my point. Yeah. Like the thing is, it's got these great characters. And uh, which is which is again odd for our films, right? I mean, there was really amazing. Right. I think Rajkumar Rao was fantastic. I think he, I think he walked away with the film uh, very extremely well done. I thought uh, the whole uh, uh, Aditya Roy story with uh, I think I'm probably the only guy who's mistaken the uh, in this way. <laughs> um, uh, Sanya, yeah. With Sanya, yeah. So I think I think that was again a great story. It plays out well. Uh, I, the whole Abhishek Bachchan thing to me was completely pointless. It made no sense. There was no need to go the whole sort of, you know, uh, that route. It just was not required, man. You could have cut that whole thing out of the film and still had a great film. Uh, but but I know? think that's the deal, right? I think he was trying to sort of have very contradictory um, 
interwoven stories if you know what i'm trying to say i mean it's yeah but why i mean what i mean first of all that whole ludo motif was it really required did you really need to have that kind of symbolism are people that stupid you know yeah. and that whole yamraj i mean come on yaar what what is the need to do these things you he's trying to go full guy richie on it you know because that's what the kind of tracks you've got you've got these parallel stories scenes happening at the same time uh, uh things like that at uh, you know multiple characters so it's it's a guy richie universe but there is no finesse to it it's very clunky and awkwardly told pacing is completely off uh you know and and that motif i mean i'm sorry that whole ludo thing is completely unnecessary it's such unnecessary, a gimmick yeah. such a gimmick and such a crutch which is not required the film could have flown that's true, fine that's true and like i said if you just cut out and i'm like i i, I was infuriated throughout the film with abhishek bachchan's wife i think like, yeah, woman what is wrong with you man like who behaves like this like have <laughs> yeah. some decency i think you played that character uh i have no idea Yeah, she's 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 not somebody I've seen before either. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea who it was, but I was like, dude, you are the one who borrowed fifty lakhs. It has got nothing to do with that guy going to prison. You borrowed that money. You guys screwed up. Who buy? Who borrows money from a loan shark then complains about the interest rate? I'm like, I mean, you deserve what you're getting. You do the you do that only if a you know script writer is telling you to do it. In real life, I don't know. Yeah. But you know, the thing I think with with a lot of these films, I think. uh going straight to ott has been a has been a blessing in so many ways huge yeah. pressure is off right yeah, yeah pressure of will it work not work will the audiences come in or not yeah but it also begets the question that what happens just considering the amount of films we make even at reasonable budgets i mean how many films can otts buy at the end of the day right yeah that's true i mean that's i i have a, i have a, i have a distinct feeling that some of the films that hotstar bought uh they probably trying to get out of i think because that's why some of them haven't released there's no way there's no other explanation for why those films aren't uh, on well, the i would by the way lakshmi bomb has done you know well for them and all of these films most of the films not all i think yeah. most films have given them you think traction that they expect i think i don't know man it to me it makes it i like that whole whole process in my mind is is uh I mean, it, it economically not feasible in the long run to continue doing that yeah, kind of those kind of acquisitions when you can create forty hours of content for that kind of money. You know, why would you buy like five movies? You know, like a quarter of the the length is how I think about it. Because ultimately, what you want is these guys to stay on the platform for longer, right? That's ultimate, and get and obviously get more people on board. So, yeah, and uh, I don't think that you know these uh, buying five seven of these movies are. Really doing anything to their subscriptions as such? Not at all. I don't think so. I I don't think it does anything honestly. Uh, I I don't think the I don't think the audience even looks at it that way because they've got this movie. I'm going to go watch it. Uh, I don't think films are drive it that way. I think what's all been the other way around. I think it's these TV shows and the sort of buzz that they generate. Right. I think that is what would probably drive uh, more and more sampling of the platforms, in my opinion. No, I think this, you know, this film thing worked initially between OTTs as a FOMO thing. That if I don't get it, the other guy will get it, and you know what if it works? Huh. I think now in hindsight, I'm sure they probably feel that they may have overpaid for some films, or maybe oh, not sure. pick the right films. Sure. Yeah, I think. But I, I think, think three, four, think, five months ago, it was different. No, I think what happens also is it's that TV broadcast approach, right? I'm going to buy this film, which was huge, and I'm going to get that premiere on TV. And I'm going to get these bumper, uh, you know, sales for that one day of ad sales or whatever you want to call it, because that film is on TV. And then it'll obviously keep repeating until the license runs out. 
So it's that sort of uh, top of the funnel kind of get the people in move. But I don't think it works for films on TV, especially for films that people haven't seen at all. When it's not a known yeah. quantity, then I think it's even harder. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. Akshay Kumar or whatever. Maybe it works for one Akshay Kumar film. But as a rule, I think it would be a harder sell. Yeah, what it's done really is also, it's just, I think, helped create a tremendous amount of perception for sure. There is buzz. Um, how that translates to revenue in the long term, I think we'll have to wait and watch. Absolutely. Do you think they're even looking at revenue, these guys? Like the, some of the moves that they're, they're making, I mean, nobody really seems to be looking for revenue. It's all buzz, you know, for that's everybody. Think, yeah, that's yeah, but you know, I think it's like this, right? When you make a business case sitting in the month of April, you're saying, okay, we don't know when this COVID situation will get better. Let's see what we can get. Maybe revenue, yeah. subscribers will continue or maybe just more numbers because you put it for free. Right. Possibly. Yeah. I think, so I think a lot of these scenarios would have been there and then now it's sort of, I mean, clearly, I mean, all of us know how these scenarios play out on PowerPoint, right? Pretty much. So yeah. 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 Yep. Somebody's PowerPoint one essentially, uh, with, with that but idea. At least, you know, the thing is, yeah, but I think, you know, at least, uh, you know, liquidity is flowing back to the, the bigger production houses, this OTT thing. Otherwise it would have been yeah. a disaster. No, I guess no, it, it does, it does yeah. mitigate certain things, you know, from a, a cash flow standpoint for them. I, I don't think they'll end up. So that's the thing, right? I mean, the kind of money that's being the, my, 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 my fundamental problem is essentially that, that you're trying to buy out the theatrical runs for a lot of these films. So my guess is you're paying out essentially at least that budget cost, if nothing else, which is a huge number, you know, to buy like five, seven, whatever the number that was bandied about 500 crore or something like that. Yeah. For some of these films. But I'll tell you something. Yeah. yeah, but you know what happens, right? All the profits that usually the big stars, directors, producers make, I think 90% of those profits really go into real estate and they don't go back. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, or expenses, I, absolutely. Which is why you don't have these massive studios in this country, right? You have your Yashraj yeah. and you have, you, you know, maybe Eros, if you can call them. I don't know what their current status today but uh, we don't have these massive production house studios sort of environment i think yashraj is the only sort of business only true blue studio in- yeah it's the only and, and it's been built like that over the last whatever two decades i guess so there has been obviously they have hits and misses good years and bad but they've had that vision to sort of go out and create that and nobody else has really even tried i think in my opinion to sort of approach also it they're that. a studio in every sense in terms of also like physically assets yeah, yeah that's what i mean that's what i mean no, like it's, it's, like a, proper it's a complete yeah. it's a complete traditional studio yeah. like a 40s that brings, bombay, yeah. you know like a 1940s uh, in like you know those yes. uh bombay talkies or whatever they used to be in back in the day yeah i mean uh, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's exactly like how in America, you have uh, Warner, Disney, Marvel, you know, all of that. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, and obviously, those guys are too now. Uh, models have changed. I think they had so much real estate that they used to sell to sort of stay alive, right? Back in the day, the studios are no longer what they used to be in size either. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. but but I think I think here, yeah, I think that's, I think, Sid, you're absolutely right. I think these people have not plowed their money back into the industry or the business, which is why we're kind of in the flux that we are in, right? Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's grown. Uh, I remember a you know big director once told me, he said that, you know, films, if cinema ever shuts down in India, 
uh, estate agents, uh, you know, real estate and automobiles will follow because all the money that people <laughs> make in the film industry, they either buy cars or houses. You know, there's nothing else. No, that's <laughs> so true. It does that does make sense to a certain extent, but but that's the, that's the problem with the thing, right? First of all, the industry isn't as big as we think it is in terms of you know the kind of money that gets generated. It's, it's not comparative, and at the same time, uh, so much inherent risk in the models, right? There's no slates. There's none of that stuff. You know, like and you see that in the in the the Hollywood model today, right? I mean, spectacle, 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 and it's all you have to sell. And then once that goes away, nobody wants to go to the theater for anything else. That's kind of why their industry has also been dying in the sense that attendance has been falling for quite a long time. I'm just afraid yeah. that what happens in a year if we go back and people, anyway, people weren't so really tell you going. something. Yeah. So, you know, I think uh, there's the big difference that's there between them and us. And I think that's what will, you know, work in our favor is that in Hollywood, you've got, say, let's call the film talent, uh, which is say category A, you know, the television talent there is actually A plus. Okay. Correct. In yep. India, you know, so in terms of if you see the TV writers and directors in US, UK, yeah, they're yep, probably yep, yep. better than film or at par. I mean, an HBO show is no less yep. than a And in Absolutely. India, the talent difference, the pool, their skills are different for film and for, you know, non-film, yep. non-film, yep. which includes TV and everything. And, you know, I think there is a gap. So here films will always have that little premiumness and reason to survive because most talent here, they want to make films. And if they make films that year, they can't do a series. Yeah. I think it's also like considered a step down for us in India, right? That if you go on the smaller screen, like I think when Mr. Bachchan went to do KBC, it was pretty much controversial in those days, right? That somebody that size is, is yeah, stupid. So they do it once in a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, you know, theaters are shut. But I think, you know, it's always that pool of talent is only that much in our country that can yeah. drive an OTT. But do you but do you think but do you think people I mean what happens if this drags on for another I don't know say a year what happens man like well I think people are just going to work around it you, I don't think yeah I think yeah I no I what think, I meant is from a consumption standpoint what happens like what about habits what about people's perceptions people's expectations do you think do you think that doesn't change like can you just go back to uh, Watching the Lakshmi bombs. To say world. for anybody right now, but I think it's always right this way. Right? There's a compelling star. So TV, it's difficult to create stars as easy as you can do it in film, right? right so all the right. stars that we have now, they've all created in cinema, and those are the big stars. So maybe yeah. for another year or two, we can survive without the new big stars. Hmm. But Temur is still young, man. <laughs> no, but interesting so, you know, point. Interesting point, Sid. But see, here's my question, right? I, I think I think the reverse is true as well. Like, if you look at the whole Hollywood ecosystem, including television, and you take a series like Friends, which is it, these are all global superstars, highly paid, but none of them are filmed or TV. Like, you know, they're not they're not movie stars, and and there is still a difference there as well. You can still be a massively popular, well-known name who's highly paid, but 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 you're not a movie star. You know, like you know, yeah, not so that the big yeah. cinema creates the big aspiration. Yeah, I think that's true there you know? as well. I think that's true there as well, yes. and same for us as well. I think, but you know, so I have this high, this theory right now that I've been using right now for today. Like even with without COVID, television is where the like OTT is where the actors are, the 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 craftsmen, the performers, and and TV and sort of theaters where the where the movie stars. Awesome. Are made. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of how I see it right now. 
That's true actually. So guys, I saw this trailer. Uh, you know, fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the trailer. It looks like trash, man. You know, it looks like I would be surprised trash. if it like it it becomes like really popular. Oh, I'm sure you it's going to become really popular. That that's just the, our luck, no? Here, like that is that instead of doing like uh, a quality TV series, Netflix is just picking trash to do. But I think they're doing a big stride. I think you know, these OTTs are like you know like buffets, and they need to have something for everyone. And True, you know, yeah. and I think no, it really. I, 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 I was telling somebody that yesterday. I completely agree. That you know this yeah, is this much. is not a show that that I want to watch. Um, but I'm I'm very convinced that this show is going to trend and trend and trend and trend and trend at number one for a long, 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 long time to come. You think really? I think it's going to be very popular. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't see. I don't. I mean, from what I saw in the trailer, it just seems very uh, very vapid, man. I mean, completely pointless compared to like the other one on the matchmaking, which yeah, is actually yeah. quite entertaining to watch. So I, it's it's just uh, I guess the choices you make. But but I also see Netflix making a lot of these. I get the buffet example, Sid. But yeah, buffet may be some dishes to stand out, right? It it can't just be like all subpar dishes, just a lot of them. Yeah, and and that's the sense you get from Netflix's catalog. I, like, so I haven't like, seen the show. I don't know. Uh, I don't know I find, how they've managed. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, I, I but I'm sure it'll be popular, man. I mean, and, and not I to begrudge that. that. I mean, not to begrudge it. Yeah. I mean, people need to escape. So, yeah. yeah but I find it like. Uh, I mean, I know I'm not frivolous for sure. I'm I find it frivolous. I find it frivolous. Yeah. yeah. Also, is it like the first series from Dharmatic? It's right. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Then that I think so. That, that clicks a button. That clicks a, a button as well. She also is non-fiction, right? So non-fiction is. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's faster to shoot and write. Yeah, yeah. cheaper as well. Like there's no there's no real stars in so there. So this right? must be like okay, let's do quick show. Uh, where the fiction will take time. Let's get going with non-fiction and yep. and just and get it done cheap but, as well, right? But but I get where Gaurav is coming from because you know even comparatively, I mean not in the same vein, but even if you look at her keeping up with the Kardashians. There is a lot more gravity. There, there is, despite being non-fiction and supposedly flimsy, it's still got more depth um, and more. You gravity. know why? You know why, Mahesh? Because these yeah. those people, for whatever they are, are reasonably accomplished. You know, Correct. or they become accomplished Correct. later. You know, I mean, uh, so they're all people who have businesses or they run industries or they're the faces of these things. And the, frankly, Correct. here at the end of the day, these are just people who are married to some, I guess, has been celebrities. I think. Right or not working actors? I don't know. I don't want to be mean about it, honestly, because it's not anybody's fault. But it, it the whole premise kind of doesn't work for me. Uh, Correct. It's, it's like at least there should be a level of fun. Or like if you look at Sunset, selling Sunset on uh, on Netflix as well, which is basically all these uh, ex TV people basically pretending to be real estate agents in fabulous houses. I mean, I I know what I'm getting into there. So maybe maybe yeah. they if they don't. Yeah, but you know, I think there is a large pool in our yeah, yeah. audiences between the Sazbahu shows and FOMO shops. Yeah, right? they probably like that's they that range, right? As long and as they don't range, it should it could be fun. It could be fun for a lot of people as well. So I'm not being right. completely against it. I mean, uh, I from a purely from yeah. a, from pure business point of view, I think personally, I I don't think this yeah. is. I think this is a great commissioning decision. You yeah. know, you've got Dharma, you've got this. I think. Um, there I think is it sells large... itself, right? It sells itself yeah. as far as the market is concerned. So totally. Yeah, yeah. But you know, can I say something? I think you know what's really one thing. I think, and I'm just going a little off topic. But you know, it's important for other OTTs in our country to sit up and take notice, right? That you know, 
there is a difference between just making like all kinds of shows and making shows that people talk about and you know largely i think scam has has done that for sony live yeah. and i think you know it's there are so many other otts you know if you see you know they have an opportunity because they have the resources they have everything and yet they are not able to just you know create those shows that people talk about that's that's i think that goes down to what you said last time and, and it's still something that i think about you know pretty much every other day as to how uh, a lot of this is so producer driven and it's got nothing to do with platforms or the or that sort of executive side of decision making right because it's the mm-hmm. only go and brave this and take those kind of calls will be the content creators and the producers Absolutely. it's never going to be the guys who are sitting on the other side of the presentation i you know the all you can hope from them is they have the good sense to agree you know what Correct. i mean and uh, and pick the pick the right show but uh, but this is uh, like sit said i think that really hammered at home for me is that it, it really comes from uh, content guys you know and and that's where it comes from the producers we're going to go out and take those brave calls yeah I, i still can't get over the fact that they went and cast somebody who's not known at all for a lead in a a 20 crore show yeah i mean that is not a joke 20 crore is a lot of it's money it's not a cheap show yeah 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 it's a lot of money it's a supremely brave decision and and and, and it's paid off and how right and 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 and, yeah. and that's exactly it like you said like you know why didn't they cast rajkumar rao for it that would have been the 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 commissioning or the acquisition guys uh, perspective i'm sure they probably must have pushed that down their throat or suggested it so uh, yeah man i think True. i think there is and also the thing is why do certain ott platforms exist like there is a couple and i don't want to get into naming names but like why do they exist it it, it serves no purpose some of them just serves no purpose what do you think that's a very difficult question man yeah it's depressing the answer is depressing <laughs> <laughs> but that that reminds me you know queen's gambit have, you all have seen it yeah yeah i was yeah, sure it was such a like a, i thought i had no expectations and then i was like oh not bad it's interesting Different. but it's the most most incredible trivia right i mean 66 million households yeah that's um, insane 66 million subscribers around the world have finished it in under 10 days which um, is crazy and, right and and half the subscriptions half the subscribers basically yeah, more almost than half yeah almost, almost half. half and and 55% uh, you know chessboard sales have gone up in america i mean it's yeah. incredible the impact this show i think it's it's netflix's biggest breakout original in a long time i think i think so too man and surprising right like you wouldn't have thought i don't know what it was about that show that kind of triggered that because, out, yeah. yeah it's like right, chess is a, exactly the most popular sport so in the world the, the lead girl i thought she was just oh, arresting her eyes her personality arresting. and the way she was shot Absolutely. it was just Absolutely. beautiful i mean the whole casting production design and shooting it well is done. just what a yeah i was like, like a dark horse like a dark horse like loan yeah yeah dark horse yeah brilliantly yeah. done and also i mean i was talking to a couple of other friends last night and you know honest confession i mean i i was i was midway through the first episode and i'm a rookie when it comes to chess but i right. did play a game against my computer on the phone you know it just, <laughs> it just, it just, it just you know what i'm saying it just it's just, yeah. it's just and, and but also, you're a rookie yeah. but you're a geek man <laughs> i mean yeah, it was i i what did, what did I, you do I, after you watched mind hunter mahesh did you do something like <laughs> mind hunter <laughs> no but i mean that, i think i think mad men did that to me you know i i, I remember yeah. thinking old old fashioned whiskey old fashioned yeah, yeah, yeah i mean definitely, yeah. definitely yeah for sure not in the middle of the day but yeah yeah definitely <laughs> on weekends on weekends and on weekends you definitely like yeah mad men were to be released now as a new show i think 
this is such an amazing time for content like that yeah man. i think people I mean, just I... lap it up a lot of people haven't you know missed it because it's just an old tv show now yeah but i yeah. just feel that you know in this world the appreciation for that design would be just that for whole production but, design story design everything which is yeah, yeah but i think sid and i have spoken about, i mean it, it's for me personally it's my and i think we should definitely do one episode with all our top 5 shows of all time i think that'll be great fun Oh, absolutely! I think that would be great I, fun. I mean, it? to me, Mad Men features in my top three for sure, or maybe top yeah. five for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's a. I don't think. I think it'll take at least a week to put that genuine list together. Like yeah, top yeah, five yeah. shows. Yeah. Would be yeah. It'll take a week at least. I think, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. So, what's on the list now? Next to watch in the next few days? I've just started a show that I have a feeling is going to be massive. It's called Zero 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 on Amazon. Please watch it. It's an incredible show. It's carrying phenomenal reports. Really, um, really, yeah, and it's 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 by a very very highly acclaimed French director. It's very cool. It's just dropped on Amazon this morning, uh, and it's a crazy, crazy. You know, it's it's, it's about the drug mafia, and thr- it's a thriller. Span it's in English or it's in French? It's 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 French. It's in English. It's in English. Okay. Oh, I just googled this. Uh, this is uh, oh Stefano Solima. He's the guy who did the sequel to Sicario. Yes. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. He's also done Gomorra, which is one of my favorite okay, yeah, uh, Italian exactly. films. So Gamora speaking of Gomorra, the other one that I'm watching now is uh, like uh, basically uh, Subura, which is essentially yeah. like Gomorra, but set in uh, set in Rome and about the Roman politics and stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, again, another very very uh, stylish sort of hard hitting Italian crime series. These are underrated, man. They deserve like these Italian series deserve like a wider audience. I don't uh, this one's on Netflix, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think they're both on Netflix. You know, uh, like Italian television, honestly, a very underrated man. It's highly exportable. There's another one called Baby, which is essentially about teens, right? Uh, teens at school doing doing bad things, but it's still fairly interesting. It's less, you know, it's not as soap operaized as like say like the OC was back in the day. Uh, yeah. It's still mm-hmm. it's dealing with a bit more uh, graphic issues and stuff, and you really see life. uh from somebody else's perspective and you know, culturally and stuff which makes it super interesting uh but yeah i would say like italian tv is uh is breaking out man uh last decade or so they've got some really amazing uh shows coming out so definitely uh, worth keeping an eye on did anyone see chalang nahi yaar abhi tak nahi dekha how's it what have you seen lately man i was stuck on the crown and uh, that sort of kept me busy between work and watching huh. not being I, I as like active it. as it's as a hansel mehta film with rajkumar rao so i mean honestly it's something someone should uh you know you're, sure but i'll tell you what i think is more interesting what what i find fascinating that you know rajkumar rao and hansel mehta is a great i mean they've done some great work together but the fact that it is written and produced by love ranjan makes yeah, it such a incredible juxtaposition you know it just yeah. i'm very curious to actually watch it i've not heard very good things about it but i definitely want to watch it so these are projects right hansel yeah. do a film or rajkumar rao do a film for us i like yeah. this script i love this guy and you know the yeah. combination just to it i you know i think half the projects that get that get made in our in our industry this happen because you just have the right names yeah. said yes But I think that's also true for anywhere else, man. I I think you g- getting a green light is is so traditionally important, uh, and also also you know that's how the business works. So it's yeah, really, yeah, I think it's okay to do that. Yeah, of course it is. Of absolutely, course. absolutely. But then this was it was meant to be a TV film, or is it was it meant to be a, a theatrical? No, I think none of these films are ever meant for TV. They're all yeah, all theatrical, right? 
But I'll tell you what's been what I've been really curious about. So on on Apple Music, right? So I generally uh, try and get a gauge of what the top charts are like. Basis Apple Music India. Um, Chalang has got three songs in the top ten, man. Really? You know, and, and, yeah, and they've been there for the last couple of weeks. There's one song with Dalair Mendi, and there's a Vishal Shekhar song, and I'm very curious. I'm also going to sample the music now because I was just you know, in fact, one of them was number one last week, and it stayed there mm-hmm. for a for a ten day, for a ten day so window. So then, for the next uh, next episode, what should we all talk about? I really think we have to talk about zero zero zero, man. I'm telling you, I think it's. I think we should definitely give it a go, man. I totally, uh, I totally give it a go. I mean, that sounds just up my alley, anyway. So I'm definitely giving it a go. Also, uh, also, uh, did you guys no new Indian the, thing coming out? Nothing, nothing Indian releasing in December. Nothing mismatch, mismatch is uh, trending in number one on Netflix for a while now. Uh, I think it dropped last week. Um, but no, did you did you guys see the Filmfare OTT Award nominations? Uh, I think no, that's another that great discussion to have next week. Wow, really? I saw a few tweets. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I, I mean, I've been really working my ass off lately, so I've been kind of cut away from some of this stuff. But I'll catch up, man. Uh, Jain boys are working, and the sh- <laughs> and the and the Guju Shahs are enjoying life. Seriously, this is watching, this is what, I'm just just learning a thing or two from Prince Charles. You know, that's all. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Through this shit, I'm gonna go. Do what I feel. Do, like do you guys know? Do you guys know there's a Patalok two happening, or was it like a self-contained? No, no it's happening. No, no, it's happening. It's happening. Patalok two. What's happening? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it's happening. I've heard that. Uh, They're going to start shooting. Uh, I don't know March, April next year, something like that. Wow. But it's happening for sure. I know it's in the work. It's in the work. I hope sure. they take the time to sort of develop it, yeah. Because the previous one at least had a book to work with, right? So you had yeah. that material. I hope they have. Uh, it's always uh, tricky, na, when the show that you <laughs> show or film based on a book, but the book has no sequel, and you're yeah, making. Then we, what do you kind of do, right? But then there must be some other books you can sort of pick Big up. Big lies. Big lies. No, I mean you can do what you want as long as you you know don't do what uh, uh, that's uh, the Gentleman problem. did with Game of Thrones, right? No, yeah, no, don't that's... don't do with what they did with Game of Thrones because R R Martin still hasn't come out with the goddamn book yet, you know. But he approved that. But he approved it. No, I did. Yeah, yeah, that's funny true. because the SMS hit him. The bank credit SMS. That's what works. <laughs> everything, yeah, everything works when you see those many zeros. Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. It does. It does. Anyway, yeah. on this nice good. positive note about dollars and yep. money, let's let's uh, awesome. let's wrap this episode. Yeah. Sweet and man, we'll catch up soon. Good stuff. Good fun talking to you guys, man. Yeah. So that's the episode for today. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Do give us your feedback on Instagram at eplogmedia, and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you are on Apple, do rate and review Binge Stan. It'll help us. Until next time, keep binging.